Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Shane. And I'm Paul. And welcome to the official Only Cans podcast, where we bring you business over beers. So what are you waiting for? Grab a can, sit back and enjoy the podcast. So I was, I was saying to Paul before you came on, Shane, because you were about, you know, 12 minutes late, um, that I didn't <laughs> get the chance to do what I said that we were going to do, which is put my beer 52 in the fridge, the whole box, and then just do a, a raffle. I forgot. So um, I just picked two random ones out. The first one, I couldn't even work out what the brewery was, which is not very good marketing. Um, the, second one, the second one's just from the North Brewing Company. It took a whole meeting of 60 people to come up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it sounds like a shite box. And, well, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm going to go for this German one first. So this is the land beer from the what we believe to be the Ad Astra brewery in Germany. So sound effect. Hang on. Here we go. And it hasn't spilled a bit. Nice. I'll have to add that sound effect in because he didn't actually hear anything. <laughs> oh, did you not? Did you not hear it? It's no. quite. It was quite. I put it right near the uh, near the mic. That is actually a really good, really nice lager. Nice. Yeah. Well done, Ad Astra Brewery. If that is your real name. We'll tag them. No, what are you drinking? Uh, Copperberg, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, I've only got like a medium sized Tesco's near where I live where I have to drive 25 minutes to maybe even half an hour to a decent size place. More like Cop Outberg. Oh, <laughs> says, it says the right. Thatcher's Gold drinker down I'm there. Thatcher's Gold. I'm, I'm the pun guy, so I had to get it in there. You know? Thatcher's Gold. <laughs> Thatcher's Gold. Mate, if it was a hatch, if that Thatcher's Haze, I don't mind a Haze. A Gold's a bit. A, a bit, bit scumbag. Yeah. yeah. I prefer hazy. If it's if you're gonna drink cider, it's gotta be like when you know when you're holding you're holding it in a glass and you can't see your fingers the other side. That's how old school and scrumpy it's gotta be. You, you, when you drink it, you've got to go like oh, yeah. oh, oh, like, back of the throat a bit. That's no, a proper that's a proper cider. Anything else is just you know. That's what I grew up with when I was a kid. It was well, not a kid. I love uh, that. Well, like a when I was a kid, three, three <laughs> years old. Kid. Had it on my cornflakes. <laughs> oh, tastes like ass. Fucking rank. Was oh. what was it for you, Paul? Breakfast over beers. <laughs> breakfast <laughs> beers over breakfast. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Right. Mm. Do we have any topics? <laughs> so um. This is going to be played, um, well, probably, what well, would it be one week after, um, you know, Rishi Sunak's just got in. So for anyone listening, it will be a week old since that's happened. So, yeah, the, the I guess the UK, I'd like to just say that the UK is on a mad one at the moment and we look like a bunch of knobs. Um, and Sam, you're probably inundated. Uh, I know you've been super busy since the last time. We spoke with all things going on interest rates. Um, Paul, you've got some great news to talk about later if you trade him. I've had a change tack in, in direction. 
Um, but yeah, Sam, I guess let's just might as well talk about what everyone's talking about at the moment is is the market and what's going on. So uh, yeah, yeah shit central. I don't like to get too political. And and it's just it's just been impossible not to, isn't it, over the last the last few months actually. Um and you're right, like the I I I don't want to I don't want to just like out and out say I'm glad that Rishi is prime minister. Um or hopefully he still is in a week's time when this goes out. Um because <laughs> apparently it's just a revolving door. Mate, it's like a try before you buy, isn't it, at the moment, being PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a go. Nah, not for me. Off I pop. Yeah, no. I'll get my 120 grand a year salary though. Thanks very much. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is a that's a bit. Of a, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's more to it than that. But um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It, I think um, the thing is with Rishi is, like him or not, he, he knows his money. Um, and he's, nearly a, he's nearly a billionaire, isn't he? He's you know, exactly like he, the guy. The guy knows how to how to make money, um, and he understands money, and he understands the flow of money, and that's kind of somebody that we probably need in charge of the company, a company, country at the moment. It could be a company though, couldn't it? Like the UK is, is you know, like, balance the but the the financial statement and the and the and the balance sheet, haven't you? So I'm quite, I am quite happy that he's in. I hope he just chills out and just stops making you know doing stupid things like we've had with with trust and, and her her rabble beforehand um yeah as you say shane it's just been a bit of a joke and that has had obviously a massive knock-on effect to various things you know paul in your on your side of things on on the the currency side we we've yeah. we've seen a bit of a run on the pound haven't we which is you know we haven't seen the pound that low have we ever seen the pound that low ever uh no or actually not for the last well against the american dollar not for the last 25 years exactly like which is, I mean, that if if you want, I mean, you 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 probably you know this a shit time shed 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 load or shit shit load more well, either way um, more than me, oh. Paul, but um, but I know the current the currency I've always thought of as a bit of a barometer for like how the world views our economy, um, and at the moment the world genuinely thinks that the British economy isn't to be trusted. I think, and that's that's actually quite a, a big a big deal. Um, so. You know, I, I'm I'm hopeful that we have a little bit of stability now, which is what we need, and uh, and we just you know we just start pulling in the right direction rather than just you turning around and just going around in bloody circles as we have done for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think. Um, sorry, just to correct myself before. Yeah, it never been that low against American dollar. I trade more euro than pound, but um, I was just referring to euro. But yeah, the pound it never been that low. It's had a little bit of a bounce, like what was expected. But I found um. Basically, something to help direct um, where the economy is going, and especially if you're involved with property and bits and pieces, like you'll know firsthand anyway. Um, but I found a website called actually, I don't know if it was you guys who referred it to me or somebody else. Yeah, no, yeah. it's called um, <laughs> tradingeconomics.com, and it's literally the best sort of barometer to try and figure out where everything's going. So it lists out um all the countries like in the g20 all the countries in the world and then you can literally just select a chart based on um housing money health prices labor gdp governments taxes etc and there was there was one in particular which showed property prices um in regards to valuers going around and up valuing and down valuing property so go back two months ago in the summer there were like 73% of valuers going out and doing like an up value on a property. So that was really good. And then it dropped to like 50. And then last month it dropped to 32. 
it's like the biggest stoop that I've ever seen to do with property in the UK. Um, and then also, I'm just trying to find it at the moment, but it was something to do with government spending to GDP. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. Horrendous, we're fucked. <laughs> so hopefully Rishi knows how to sort this out. Um, basically, looking at all the stats compared to the countries in the world, the UK, um, I might have my stats wrong, but I think we're the second most in-debt country in the world. Um, it's absolutely horrendous. But we've got the wealth of knowledge. We've got the wealth of, this is going to sound stupid, but the wealth of history. Like we've still got a big history behind us. So people, not necessarily people, but countries as a whole seem to respect the UK. We've got London, which is the financial capital of the world. Um, and we've got, I was going to say we've got a lot of the brains here, but we haven't anymore. <laughs> it's been dumbed down a little bit. Like you look at India and China. They've got the smartest brains in the world. Um, don't know. It, it, I don't believe that the pound's going to bounce. I think it's going to continue to drop, um, which is a little bit scary. So it's going to be a bit more expensive when you go on holiday and stuff. But I think this is going to continue at least for the next 20 years. And I honestly don't see us catching up with the rest of the world. Um, but yeah, all this stuff's taken from like office and national statistics and places like that. So a bit scary, bit of a scary. Years. That is, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a prediction isn't it like 20 years yeah you only need to compare the not necessarily just the charts like all the stats and bits and pieces to the rest of the world like we've got it in terms of our gdp per capita so like basically like disposable income pretty much um after getting paid and stuff we've got a really good gdp per capita compared to a lot of other countries but the pace in which these other countries are catching up um you know they're going on like an exponential growth while we're sort of standing still or just going like one or two points up or one or two points down um in terms of percentage points um and they're they're racing ahead at like you know 12 percent per year it, before long we're going to be i won't say third world because i think we've got good infrastructure and that's something which we've got in our favor but something that rishi's going to have ahead of him is just well if he sticks around uh I think that his tenure in charge is going to be telling, basically. Like, he is the finance man. Like, Boris was, like, the people's clown. Um, and then we got, like, <laughs> like he's, he's not the entertainer. Um, and everyone turned against him anyway. Um, but if anyone can fix the economy, it's probably Rishi. Because he will probably turn around and say, right, okay, we've either got to have like austerity or we're going to do this or we're going to pump loads of millions into this or we're going to go borrow loads of money from this place or that place. But he'll know financially or mathematically how it works. Um, and if he can't fix it, I can just see this massive grand reset coming or a huge bankruptcy for the country, which is going to be horrendous. Um, but if you look back to, was it the 80s or 90s where Canada did that? Um, they pretty much reset themselves. I don't know the full story, but all the country were basically paying ridiculous debts. And now they're like, they're flying. Um, they're doing extremely well. Not just like, you know, not just their currency, but economically, you know, people are generally happier. Um, don't know. The whole place just seems really good because they went through, I don't know, 10 years of hell. Um, but then again, there's countries like Ireland and Spain and Greece who haven't come out of going bankrupt, have they? So no, it's going to be interesting. The next sort of, yeah. Do you know? I just I think that um, <clears throat> we we just need a strong leader. I think um, yeah. you know, trust bless her. You know, she she, I'm sure she's not a bad person, but she just she's just weak. You know, 
You saw it. You saw. She did well, didn't she? So there you huh? go. Huh? She did well, didn't she? Yeah, but well, she did. But she, everyone's like joking. The best decision she made was when she resigned. But she didn't make any decisions. She just kept saying stuff and then get get got pushed around. And the one thing I do think that Rishi will bring is he doesn't take no shit. And I think he he's going to have a lot of pressure from his party to create appeasing policies that will help help them in the next general election whenever that is likely to be some people are saying it should be called now i don't believe it should be we don't need any more turmoil let's just let him get on with it mm. um but it, i i think that actually the appeasing policies might not necessarily be the ones that actually end up helping our country back on its feet you know there's all this talk when i go i go on twitter a lot probably more than i should do and you do get a lot of people on there that are talking about you know, who's looking out for the little guy? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? Well, actually, I'm really sorry, but the little guy, the middle guy, the top guy, any guy or gal come secondary to the com- to the country right now. Um, yeah. Because no no individual is more important than the country and the country's on its knees. You know, our economy is in trouble. That needs to be the priority. And we live in a country, thankfully, that has more opportunity, more, more opportunity than pretty much any country in the world to elevate your, your station. Anyone that complains that the government is putting them down or other or the, the man is putting them down, I'm really sorry, but you need to start taking responsibility for your own actions. Every single one of us, all three of us here, by the by, you know, 10 years time, if not already, will have elevated ourselves out of the situation that we were in when when we started out working when we became adults, because we decided that instead of basing how we work and, and what we do on government policy and who's in government and who's doing what we've decided to take it upon ourselves to elevate ourselves and not enough people do that there's too many people out there that just read the sun newspaper and decide to complain about the world and that's not going to get you through this unfortunately if you if you keep complaining you're going to keep get dis- getting disappointed the best thing to do is to actually realize the opportunity that's available with the internet and with being in a country where that has opportunity, where you can actually employ somebody to help you across the world for five dollars, and out of the work they do, can make ten. You know that that does that. There is only a handful of countries in the world where you can do that. But so it doesn't matter whether Rishi's in 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 the, the prime minister or Mr. Blobby's with the prime minister. It doesn't matter. Those opportunities yeah. are still there right now, well, and people should be taking them. <laughs> you know what? Like hit the nail on the head. I think from a, a macro point of view uh yeah the economy needs to be sorted out so there's bigger problems than uh, what's going on at home you know and it's like we can still look at the the micro issues of our own um circumstances and it's like with anything and we we touched on this on one of the last episodes of um you could there's opportunity in every single market in every single situation and uh, while 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 yeah it's important to keep up to date with what's going on with our government, um, I think it's also important to mind mind your own business, quite literally, like mind what's going on. So, yeah, take that information of what's going on, like things like tax changes, because we, as a, as a business person, we all need to know that, and especially people in, in property, and then take that information and go, right, that's happened there now. What can I do? Uh, what, one week later, right, there's a bit of U-turn on some of the tax changes, right, that's a bit shit. How now can I adjust to this change and still make money or still there's an opportunity? So I think it's it's I think it's um 
it's got to be like um, a national mindset shift, really, which will probably, you know, this is me being pessimistic here, will never happen. Still got the likes, likes of the sun around. But I think it's a national mindset shift. All of us here, us, us three, we know that not to blame external factors. Um, you can only take the information you got and... No, we, we, we lost Shane. You lost your trail of thought there, Shane. Did I? Yeah, we lost, we lost you. We lost you. <laughs> oh, did he crash? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, do you know what it was funny, though? Because you were literally building up to like your big moment. Ah. It, like... <laughs> it stayed. It kept on going for me. Oh, okay. Well, well, I, well hopefully, hopefully you recorded it. Let's go <laughs> but you know what to, to follow on from your point shane um there's there's a there's a fact i'm probably gonna destroy this phrase but it's a phrase isn't it is whether um if you believe you can or believe you can't you're probably going to end up being right um yeah. and um i i replied to a to a, someone on twitter with that comment um a couple <laughs> of days ago which was like the stupidest thing in the world you can do to somebody that has that kind of mindset but it's true like if you if you believe that you can and you just keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, you know, and keep failing, keep failing, keep struggling, keep learning, then eventually you will get there. Um, and if you don't, at least you've given it a bloody good go. And if you don't, if all you if you complain, if you sit there and complain, how's your life getting better? It's not. It's just not. So, but when you when you say that to somebody that's moaning, they can't see it. And I think that's the problem. And this is why, you know, maybe the three of us. And unnecessarily get annoyed with this kind of stuff because actually, how does it really impact our lives? It doesn't because we already know. We actually already know. We're doing this podcast and hopefully people listen and and hopefully it shifts their mindset. Hopefully it makes them feel empowered. Hopefully it makes them want to go off and do better things. But we already know these things, us three. We're doing things on a daily basis to try and elevate our current position and leave a legacy for our families. But not everyone does it. But actually, does it really matter? No, not to us because we're going to do it anyway, right? Yeah. Um, I think you just got to stay. You've got to keep that perception that the whole outcome of where you're going is pretty much down to you. Like there's certain extenuating circumstances which can throw you out of the game of certain things, but generally speaking, you're in charge of your own destiny. And the reason why I really don't, well, it is actually the reason why I don't give a shit really who's in charge. Um, doesn't matter if it's Labour, Conservatives, I don't know, any of the other groups. It really doesn't make a difference to me. There's going to be new rules which come in. There's going to be new loopholes. There's going to be new things which change. Um, it really doesn't matter. I've just got to stay relatively, relatively alert. I don't have to be, you know, the absolute top of, you know, I don't have to be the top one percent of people who understand politics. But you just got to understand that you make your own luck, and the harder that you work, the luckier you get, and the more opportunities that you get yourself in front of, just the more faces that you put yourself in front of, and just. You know, you, you'll know from our friendship circles anyway, you know, from the accountability groups to just basically everybody who we're connected to through property and trading and business, you know, it, it's almost like we're a different breed. And I guess in a sense we are like, you know, we're vying for if we're employed, we're vying for self-employment. You know, if we're in self-employment, we're vying to make our business bigger. Um, we're looking for a different lifestyle. We're not looking to retire at 65 or 66 or whatever the figure is. Like, I don't, you know, technically we could probably all retire by the time we're 40 but i don't think any of us will ever retire until the day that we die it's just a different way of life it's just different mindset and it's, it's not it's not saying that one is better than the other but everybody has the power to stay you know generally in charge of where your destiny is going to go 
if you've got a job and a full-time job and you've got you know kids and like all sorts of other responsibilities yeah things are harder but generally speaking you still do have an element of control we're lucky enough to live in a country where we've got great infrastructure probably the best opportunities in the world probably the best equal rights you know probably one of the lowest crime rates outside of london um you know it's like we've got all the best opportunities available uh, but it's how do you get outliers in countries like you know where there's third world everything war crime famine like how do you still get some people just poking their head above the parapet making these mega either tech companies or just businesses to try and help hundreds of thousands of people you still get people out there doing those things but could you imagine if you literally just got off your ass one day and just went you know what i'm going to start making my changes so instead of one day it's day one um and everybody has that opportunity and luckily you know we're, we're in a country where like even though our economy overall is struggling the amount of money which is there for investment is insane um because you know because of the situation where we are you know economy wise and historically as well we've always been an investing uh, an investing country so gov.uk go on there search loans startup loans grants you know there'll just be a list of things and, and something going back maybe six months ago when i was looking to see if there are any grants available i think it was all in tech and research so technology research and also I imagine there wasn't aren't that many for financial services companies at the moment no, but there was a lot for like environmentalism <laughs> and stuff like that but it's like it tells you what through what grants and stuff are available it, it tells you kind of the direction in which the country as a whole is going in and the country doesn't just move in a certain direction because it fancies doing it it can see long-term prosperity like 100 years ahead a um, hundred years to three hundred years, so they're kind of telling you through tax loopholes and cuts and you know um, incentives and bits and pieces what you need to be going for. It's why, like um, you know, like certain big companies, they don't have to pay tax. Well, they do have to pay tax, but like they find ways where they don't have to pay tax, and then they're not fined because it's like, well, one, it was a loophole, um, which maybe they've just been clever finding, or they've just not been hunted down. Um, and the reason for that is they're actually just employing fucking loads of people. Mm. Um, which is actually helping power the economy anyway. So, you know, you provide tax breaks and stuff like that to certain companies or certain industries and, and bits and bobs because you're actually doing a better job at spending the money than the government will. And that's why they provide it. That's something, that's like an argument which I have with my brother fairly regularly where he says, they need to be paying more taxes. And it's like, to do what? Pay your, well, he's not, you know, but I was going to say like, you know, pay your lazy ass. Like <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing really well career-wise to be fair. But it's you, like you build, a, you build a big company like that, you get rewarded for it, you know, 100%. because as you say, you're 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 employing people. You're actually giving back to to the to the country in a different way, other than just paying taxes. It's not it's not all just about that. Because the thing is, as well, is you kind of are because those employees are paying tax. So, yeah. so the more employees you're bringing on, the more tax they're paying. So you are actually contributing tax to the to the you know to, and national insurance and you know the, the the you know the private pension pots, which are going to alleviate the stress on the you know the the state pension you know as a as a mass employer the government's going to look favorably on you because you're you're actually whether whether what you do or you know or not is is green or helpful or whatever at the, the bottom line is you are actually helping the you know the, the country improve by contributing to all of the things i've just mentioned which are going to aid the government in in some way shape or form so of course you're going to be much more likely to receive some kind of grant tax break you know loophole whatever it might be you know that that just makes perfect sense but the problem is as, as we say that 99 mentality is 
oh, well, these rich conglomerates or these rich multinationals or whatever, you know, they're just stealing money from from the, you know, from the poor people. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're taking what is owed to them um, because they've earned the right almost to do that. I'll probably get absolutely slated for saying that. Well, I? They've made the sacrifices as well, which is a, is a biggie. Yep. And they've gone through the, the I guess, the stress, um, some of the, probably the trauma to get to that size. And and uh, yeah, I think it's the fact that they're 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 giving people jobs like job opportunities. Like there's nothing better than um, helps boost an economy. The thing is, do what do they do with that money? Do they just keep it in a safe? No, they don't. They put it to work. And what does that money do? It goes out and creates more jobs. So you know, it all kind of works. A tax is basically. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, mate. <laughs> um, a tax is basically... Yeah, it's poor Shane. He's been sitting there waiting patiently while you're all rubbing it in on. And just come come and cut him down. It's the Paul and Sam show now. <laughs> no, sorry, mate. It's, it's got like... a nice ring to it, actually. <laughs> well, um, yeah, basically, you know, a tax. I forgot what I was saying. That's good. <laughs> oh, fuck no one wants to listen to you anyway. Do you know what? Yeah. Changing the subject ever so slightly, talking about jobs and, and stuff like that. Um, are we are we going to talk about your good news, Shane? Are we going to talk about your positive, you know, change in your life? Um, yeah. Let's leave that to uh, next week's episode. What a cliffhanger, ladies and gentlemen! Is Shane going to get a new job next week? Find out next week on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> oh mate what's good climax thank you for tuning in to the official only cans podcast it's been an absolute pleasure but before you go we wanted to ask you a little favor if you could hit the follow button or rate us five stars or whatever platform you're on that gives you notifications or if you can give us a review that would be absolutely awesome now We'll see you very soon with another episode of the official Only Cans podcast. See you later. Cheers.